We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This hour is brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store at nissanusa.com today. This is WEEI Late Night with KJ Carson on WEEI. Here's the pitch. Swing of a looper into right field. This is sinking and on the run. Kepler dives and makes the play. A really bad job by Verdugo at third base. He will not score. That is terrible. He's got to be tagging up at third. Poor base running because if he's tagging, there's no way Kepler, who took a dive and left his feet, could have thrown him out. And it's poked down the right field line. Big trouble and fair, fair ball hitting on the track. Rolling into the corner will clear the bases. Three runs score. And the Twins lead it 4-2. to two, A double for Urshela. He continues to haunt the Red Sox. Whatever uniform he wears. Jorge Lopez ready his pitch. Swing and a miss. He tied him up inside. The Eagle fans for the third time. The game is over. The Twins win it. Four to two. Well, there goes Alex Cora's wish of winning the first game. And if you saw the look on his face at the end of the game, just staring out in the grass, wondering what will grow from all of this. Late night Red Sox review. Thank you so much for staying up and staying around. Red Sox lose 4-2 to the Twins. Opening game of this series on the road, which let's just face it. I said yesterday after the uh, loss against Tampa, you got to start thinking sweep with Minnesota, and sweep with Texas if you really want to support those who are on the wild card playoff hope rope. 617-779-7937, the text line, 37937. We'll hear from Alex Cora shortly. So look, Brian Bayo was very qualitative for his four innings. This is a young guy. You know, the, the changeup, it goes nicely with the fastball. I think if he develops some type of splitter, some downward action, where it looks like it's fastball coming in, or it could be a changeup dropping, and someone has to figure out that speed to a left-handed batter, then maybe you're looking at ground balls or even swinging the misses in the dirt. He's just got to develop that pitch. But, of course, that wasn't going to be available tonight. The whole idea was that, okay, can he give you five strong innings, and then maybe the bullpen could tie things up, and they almost did it. Now, in fairness, in fairness, there were some horrible calls behind the plate tonight that Major League Baseball has to make a phone call about some clear strikes. And if you even think if Bayo gets two of those calls that he's supposed to get that were absolutely obvious, you don't even get to the Gio Orcello situation. Or when you get to the Gio Orcello situation, it's not a it's not a bases loaded with a chance to go ahead 
at best he's at he's at the plate and he's the tying run. And if that's the case, it's a two two game. This may look different tonight. We could be having a different conversation, but we're not. Four two's the loss, and. I want to get to the first cut that you heard in the montage. Justin, thank you so much for being here tonight. It's always good working with you on the abbreviated shows, too. Sure is. Uh, You know, this thing with Verdugo that people are feeling what may be going on, go back to the Toronto series when the game was going into the extra innings, and it was like, where's Verdugo? Like, I remember Sean McDonough asking on on here on WEEI, where's Verdugo? He would be the most ideal person to be up there, say, than a Jaron Duran at that point, and the truth of the matter was, and I looked into it, is it was Verdugo's day off, and it really was his day off. He had played 42 straight games. And so I wonder, by being brought into that game, did that kind of affect him? But let's go to Alex Corey. He's doing post game now. We'll join him here on WEEI. Go ahead. You know, the two walks put him in a bad spot. And, uh, you know, his stuff, we need to be more aggressive in the zone. But it's one of them. He's going to learn and keep moving forward. You know, the stuff is really good. And uh, they did a good job, you know, being patient. Uh, they, they had, what, six, seven walks today or something. So uh, it's one of those that it, it was a tough one. But, uh, you know, like I said, you know, he's learning a lot and he's going to be okay. From a, from a pitcher's standpoint, you pushed him beyond what he had the last time. Is that just he's just getting... Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we, I mean, we need five from the starters too, you know. And uh, we, I know they had the two lefties in that inning, but we need to get to the next level. And uh, you know, obviously, we didn't. You know, we made some pitches. Uh, actually, we got the ground ball from Kepler, right? Uh, Strong gets it, but you know, uh, Reese he looked at third. Rafi was moving. Then he looked at second. Uh, Correa was almost there, and then he got the out at first. We got the strikeout, and then three two. You know, Gio just puts the ball in play, and and they get the three runs. But uh, you know, like I've been saying long, everything starts with starting pitching. You know, we got to get to that next level. Five is good for us. Six is great. You know, especially where we at bullpen wise. But uh, we had to do it. We had to do it. Yeah, you used Schreiber early today. Was that just because you had the other guys? Just one out. I want him to get that out, and then we had the other guys. You know, we had Barnsey, we had Wood, and we had all those guys. So I was just trying to. We were just trying to get to the to the six, and then mix and match, and knowing that we have weight for multiple innings, but it just didn't work out. Right. Should Verdugo have tagged up on that play? No, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he knows it. Um, you know, we talk a little bit about it. He, he talked about it, you know. He just, he, he got too aggressive with the lead, you know, and, and just kept looking at the ball. That ball, if it lands, you know, it's in an angle that he's not going to be able to throw him out. So something that, you know, we talk about it, we learn, and we, we move forward. Could Rocky have had a double play on that, do you think? He forgot the outs. Yeah, yeah. he forgot the outs. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he might have had a shot? 100%, that? yeah, yeah. Okay. How much is that? sort of stuff, you know, get under your skin a little bit. Yeah, for me, I mean, like, I take pride in, 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 in all that stuff, you know, and, uh, you know, sometimes I, I feel like, you know, it's on us, the coaches, it's on me as a manager, you know, like, so uh, it's been happening too much, you know, uh, we forgot the us in Baltimore, the first uh, series we played there, you know, Christian at second, uh, he thought there were one out and there was two outs and we didn't score you know it has happened a lot you know and we talk about it and all that obviously they're professionals they understand and they're human they're humans too they make mistakes but from my end you know i, I take it personal you know because uh, we take a lot of pride in this you know and it's a reflect it's a reflection of who we are you know like when people watch that you know it's, it's it's our team you know and we haven't been good at it you know base running wise 
defensively, mental lapses, and you know, it's something that uh, we keep preaching, we keep talking, you know, and uh, you know, at one point we we got to get it right. But from my end, as a manager, you know, the guy that is running this team, you know, yeah, you know, I I take a lot of pride in this, and we're not doing a good job. Both of those guys are, are veteran players. I mean, what? What could you do or what would you do? Let's keep talking. I mean, like, like Ruffy knows, you know, like he made a mistake. And, and that part, I understand. You know, I made mistakes, you know. I made mistakes, you know, uh, managing the game. But uh, at the same time, you know, like we're better than this. We are much better, you know. Like it's okay to lose games, but, you know, the way sometimes we lose games is, is not acceptable. And we got to keep pushing these guys to be better. Yeah, Alex Cora taking it personal and just some basic baseball things. Knowing the outs. Knowing the position of runners. Knowing where to be. When a ball is going to the outfield and you have an ability to tag up, you're like there's no reason why you should be off of the base when the ball goes to the outfield. There's no way you're going to be thrown out if the ball drops, or the person potentially th- if it's too short of a throw to throw you out, and that's why you're standing on the base. But I wonder, it, while while in traveling, especially what happened after the Tampa game, if some of these players, because I think these players have a deep affinity for Alex Cora. And I wonder if there was a nervousness in the room on the way, well, it would be on the plane, on the way to Minnesota, and then by time late afternoon gets here, you get the story that both Alex Cora and Bloom will be back. And I wonder if that was the big concern for a lot of these guys, if, if there was going to be a move on Cora, and I don't think there was going to be, because the question would be, it would be two questions, one, I don't know if you give up on the season right now when you still have all those games in front of people who are in front of you. That's one. And two, who do you get better than Alex Cora at this time? This is not like one of those one-hour bar rescue shows. You ride it out. You figure out what comes down the pike next. You know, It's good to see Trevor Story with three hits tonight. right? Because one thing you'd have to be concerned about is like if a guy's coming back with a some type of issue inside of his wrist, how is that ball? And there's a, there's a play where, like, okay, this wrist is okay where it's the first hit that, you know, Trevor's story has, where he reaches on a slider that's way outside the zone and pulls it, you know, towards the shortstop middle side of the field. You know, your wrist isn't weak if you can do that. So you have to start looking, if you're Alex Corey, you have to start looking at some of the the good things that are small. Bayo getting you four, almost five, and had really good stuff, like he mentioned in post game right here. But at the same time, you have to worry about is Rafi's extended streak at you know struggle at the plate you know starting to affect some of his thought processes. Is that why he lost count of outs? Because most of the time, you know, your defense suffers in the field if you're suffering at the bat. And Rafi had a couple of amazing plays tonight, but then you have the you know situation with the you know not knowing how many outs there are and could easily had a double play six one seven 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 nine. 7937 Red Sox review. It's KJ. Thank you so much for hanging out. Uh, coming up in about seven minutes, we got to get to some of the Patriots Monday stuff that you heard this morning. If you missed it, uh, guys, we're out at Foxborough. We'll hear from Bill Belichick and Mac Jones. That's about 10 away. Well, look, everything with the Red Sox is all about five, six, and seven, right? In the fifth inning, three runs, right? And then the rest of the game goes quiet. So it's literally that, that like I mentioned, if Ursula comes to the plate and Bayo's gotten those calls, then Ursula's coming to Ursula's coming to the plate with a chance really at best. If he puts it out of the park, it's a three two game. He gets he gets that base hit, it might be second and third, and you can still work through that, especially with Brazier. You you you, you, you know, with Brazier still possibly in there and can now, you know, 
you got a base open to work with, or you, you, you might be looking at someone who's a little bit anxious trying to get those runs in. It's just those little small things. I, again, the umpires, the home plate umpire was absolutely horrible tonight. I, I think he was literally out there to say, I know there's a rookie out there. I, retaliation may be a strong word, but I think after Bayo kind of took in stride that obvious strike and then the next pitch was an out and the players kind of joked with him. He was kind of laughing about it. I think that audibly got to the umpire, you know, just very weird for him to run out and say, Hey, you need to, you know, touch, you need to wipe off your hand first when you touch the resin bag. It's just like, you know, are you trying to, are you being a mentor to this guy? Like, no, you're the umpire. And I think that kind of played into some things there and such unfortunate, but you know, you can't give up three runs in a fifth inning when you know when you're down two one, or you're up two one. Yeah. I, I, back to the Verdugo thing. I'm just wondering if there's a bit of sulking going on in some parts of the team, of what's happening right now. You know, think about where they were in June. I, what was it like June 22nd, somewhere in there? The Red Sox had an 80 percent chance to make the playoffs. They were the top wild card spot. Within two months, that dropped down to 1%. It's probably even lower now. I think it's 0.1 to win the World Series, and it might be somewhere around 2% to make the playoffs. Yeah, they went 20-6 and six in June. Yeah. I, I mean, this was at the time when I was saying, look, if this Red Sox team gets into the playoffs and faces a potential Yankees team that would have seen some type of uh, adversity happened later in the season, which that happened to be August and it was really ugly for the Yankees, that the Red Sox would not be the team you would want to see. And then, and then think about it. If you had that same hot team that went 20-6 and six for that month and you add Eric Hosmer and Tommy Pham to what's going on there, then now you say, wow, you really have probably a nice, well-oiled, blue-collar running machine and nobody's really thinking about all the noise about Xander not being re-signed or do you extend Raffi, which was the conversation. Now it's just kind of like, okay, you know, probably Correa, what what he's not doing is probably going to have to reevaluate what Xander is expecting even at the lower number of the market. So if Correa is getting 35 and he's not performing – Correa is going to probably stay in Minnesota and it's going to reset the market lower because Correa is not going to have some lights out season this year. And that might be advantageous to the Red Sox to keep Xander. All right, let's go to David in Florida. He's on WEEI at 617-779-7937. Red Sox Review. David, thanks for calling. Oh, you're welcome. I know I made your day, huh? Uh, I have a wife and she has a better ability to do that. But go ahead with your question. Uh, I appreciate you taking my call. Now, I, I've said over many, many times this year that, I mean, yes, Bloom has done a horrible job, but I also think Cora is, is, is I think, a better manager could have gotten more out of this team, even considering. Tell Bloom. me who's, now, the, who's, who's the better manager that's in the leagues outside, in the leagues besides Dave Roberts. I don't want to get to what I What I want to know is, for example, over the past couple of weeks, he moved, he, he moved Devers from, from the two-hole to the four-hole. Why now? Why at this point in the year? Well, because um, well, well, because you might be thinking the guy's struggling. He he might need to be able to see more things fastball wise. You know that to have the to have the stress of you. You might have a man on already. 
and now you're gonna you might see a lot of breaking stuff at that two hole versus in the four hole if there are two men on and you're up and you're in that four hole you're gonna see more fastballs than you are off speed pitches. I, I think uh, I think he should, he should have been batting cleanup since day one, three or, at least three or four, and I think that's an admission by Cora that he's made a mistake. Number two, the bullpen. Um, well, that, um, that yesterday's game. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, who, who pitched yesterday? Uh, blah, 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 I can't think. Of Sarah Moore yet. before he got let go. The, no, the DFA no, 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 boys, uh, well, Pavetta. Davis, yeah, Pavetta, Davis, and Sarah Moore pitched yesterday. Yeah, he, he should he should have pulled Pavetta earlier than he did. But the bullpen was overused because on Friday night when he, he pulled Walker too early, even when Walker was having a great night. Uh, but but here's the but here's the but here's the other side of it. Would you rather have your starter stay in there, get shellacked, and then have the bullpen come in, who's really good at getting shellacked? Like, why would you 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 need to make that move for as a manager to say if there's if there's if there's if I spot blood, I need to do something now. It's the it's the bullpen's job to get people out. If they can't get them out, guess what? Sour Moore DFA'd. Uh, Austin Davis yeah, DFA. And, and Sour Moore should have been DFA'd about about two or three months ago, but he waited too long. You see, all these problems that are existing right now, if they were dealt with earlier in the year, then things, you know, problems only get worse when you ignore them. And so is that is, is, is that an Alex Cora problem, or is that a Heim Broomplot problem? If it had to be done earlier. It, well, Cora is the one who plays the talent. So if Cora, if Cora had made a statement earlier in the year, then maybe Bloom would have acted on it more. Maybe Do you, maybe you, re- you really think that happens after what happened last year when the team was, I think, five games up on the Yankees? They were outperforming. They were outpunching their yeah. weight. And what? You could see it all in their eyes. Send help. Send pitching. Send a fifth starter. Send a yes. stretch reliever. And it didn't come. So why would Santa Claus come this year? Why? I mean, okay, that's that, 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 that's that's a worthy argument. Okay, but uh, I get that. But uh, I, I mean, there's so many things about Cora. He's too. He's too. He's too. He doesn't hold the players accountable. I don't, in my opinion, he just did tonight. He just did tonight. What he's supposed to do? Go out and run and grab the guy by his shirt and scream? You don't know how many outs there are. I'm Yankee out of the game. This isn't a bad version of Little League, Dave. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I, you know, I look. If you're gonna replace Cora, give me the name with who you're going to bring in. That's going to change everything around, including the players that are being brought in to be relief pitchers. Because that's not a Cora call. He could probably give you a list of people who he thinks are ideal, but you know if if the price is too big to be on the menu, and it may not be a big price, it just may not fit. You only can work with what you've been given. That's the, I mean that's where Cora is. That's been the situation since last year, and he got more out of them last year than even management expected. But you also had Chris Sale that could give you every five days of a good five, six innings towards the second half of last year. Valdi was on fire last year, but he's hurt now. Matt Barnes was on it last year. Now he's just starting to figure, things are starting to be figured out that this guy's a better setup guy than he is a closer. There's a new closer this year. Sarah Moore was here last year, DFA this year. Robles was here last year, DFA this year. Austin Davis got here before he could say ha-choo, DFA'd. 
you're literally at a point right now, and I'm up against the break. You're literally at a point right now where it's like Worcester Idol with the pitchers. Like, come on down, Zach. I mean, like, look, Zach Wilson looked good for two outs, for two straight. Zach Kelly looked good for one game, right? We're with no information. This is literally what the rest of the season is going to look like with this bullpen. It was a very bold move to DFA those two guys right after, especially guys who pitched yesterday. At least there's a bold statement being made, and it felt like no statements were being made. It was just kind of like, oh, we'll just kind of go along as it is. Red Sox review here on WEEI, 617-779-7937. All right, next we'll hear from Bill Belichick before we get out of here. Part of Patriots Monday. This is WEEI Late Night. Thanks for hanging out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. To it. Late Night and streaming everywhere on the Odyssey app. Yeah, Mac's had a great attitude every day. He comes in early, he's ready to work. Um, we go to work, end of day, we talk about what happened, make corrections, make adjustments, and then do it the next day. So he's one of our most consistent workers and, and uh, prepares very well. So I'm not seeing any, anything other than that. Late night, W-E-E-I. That is the goat of coaching over the bed of the king of pop. Michael Jack's birthday today. Wow. I don't know how old he'd be. I stopped counting when people pass away. I just happened to do that. Like, if you asked me how old my grandmother would be, i like, I, 100 something. But would that really be the truth? Um, let's go. To, I'll get to Belichick here in one minute. But I want to get to Josh, who's using his daytime minutes to call from Hawaii about the Red Sox. All right, Josh, thanks for calling here on W-E-E-I. Oh, all good, brother. No daytime minutes, man. Um, I just got to say that that caller who, who was talking about, I mean, Cora and decision. I mean, it's it's you say there, you know, there's like a, one hard luck pitcher. He's not getting offense, you know. Yeah. I mean, the bullpen is the bullpen has just let everyone down this entire season, except you, you know Tanner. Um, yeah. Tribes for for just a little bit, but right. I mean, even Matt, even Matt Bournes has picked it up. Yeah. So I mean, come on, and, and I mean, I'm I'm really stoked. I mean, Shrami's back. He didn't he didn't do very well. I mean, he, he get the job done. But so now, I mean, Cora's he's just putting his best foot forward. You know what I mean? So if you're just gonna yell and spout about the decision he makes, I mean, a, I mean, we're all armchair guys. You know what I mean? We can we can say what we want, but I mean. It, and then it, you know, first and first and third, second and third, no one out. You got to get that done. So, yeah, Josh. So, I thank, mean, yeah. Thanks. I agree. Thanks for the call. Yeah, it, it, give me the replacement if you're going to say that. You know, it's got to be Cora. Come on, that's that's just an easy chorus. That's not anything researched. It's just a feeling. So Patriots Monday today on Weei and some pre- pretty interesting thoughts from Belichick, believing that you know, look. Preseasons, the preseason, and I—I I, I mean, I put before you this. You, you know what Mac Jones's 
QBR was in the preseason last year, it was 97. Well, I think that mattered because part of the narrative was that he beat out Cam Newton. You know what his QBR is in this preseason? 60. And the reason why I mention that is because you can't say that it mattered last year, but it doesn't matter this year. It matters because what did you have last year? You had Josh Mr. Miyagi McDaniels to help you, guide you, grow you, and when you don't have those things immediately in place, that's how you end up with a 60 QBR in preseason, even if you've only played two games. All right, Justin, thank you for the abbreviated version. I still felt like we got cardio and some weightlifting in in spite of like a 35-minute parameter. Thank you. Just a little bit. Thank you. All right. Remember, Red Sox again here tomorrow night, 740, first pitch. Joe's got the call. Will's got the call. And I will be here again tomorrow for Red Sox review and late night. Be good. Stay safe. See ya. Hill Show. Have you given any thought to how long you want to do this? Yeah, I'm just worried about Miami. You must think about it. That, that I mean, we all think about it. I've been doing. I'm I've thinking been, about Miami. I'm that's sorry. it. Just thinking just, about Miami. Just Miami. Well, our team in Miami. I don't what, have what? any like one year plan, five year plan, ten year plan. Did you miss something? Listen to the podcast presented by City of Boston Credit Union, uniquely Boston, on the Odyssey app or at weei.com. The Greg Hill Show, morning six to ten on New England Sports Original. W T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.